It's a goal! He's done it! Yeah, what a shot! This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to Just Sports. Hello and welcome to Just Sports and this is your weekly roundup uh, of everything that happens in the world of sports and I apologize that we are a little delayed this week and the reason for that was because Rahul was sulking. Uh, Liverpool drew and uh, Rahul almost backed out of the recording so I had to convince him and I had to, I had to cajole him and thankfully uh, Liverpool won uh, the midweek game so Rahul is back. Hello Rahul. That's utterly not true but still okay fine. It is utterly, butterly true. So, what are we talking about? Okay, let's talk about the state of the Premiership and uh, where is it headed and what is going to happen now because there's a flurry of games coming up. Uh, We will talk about the Ashes and England could have won that Test match and uh, Ben Stokes might be coming back. We'll also talk about Virat and his observations on the scheduling problem. And a little bit about Tiger Woods who attempts once again to come back to golfing. So let's start with the Premiership. Uh, Okay Rahul, so we are pretty much coming to the business end of things now. There's a lot going to happen. And you know, one thing is becoming clear that Manchester City, even though they're not as fluid as they were at the beginning, they're still grinding out the results, which is actually a sign of a champion team. Yeah, no, I mean, I I think that what has been interesting uh, over the last uh, couple of uh, games is that uh, you know the top six teams I think apart from Spurs who have had a little bit of a blip um, they've all kind of hit their form they're all uh, on winning runs uh, or unbeaten runs um, and doing very very well and I think that what you'll start to see now is the 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 top six begin to pull away from you know the Burnleys and Southamptons and and those of the uh, of the of the leagues. Um, City, I think, yes, they've been quite impressive in in roughing out those last two wins, um, and that's going to happen. I mean, you know, they they can't constantly play champagne football, but uh, they've done very well to win those games. I would hate to admit it. I would hate to admit it, but. You know, like even the last game when you know, Sterling scored a winner in the 96th minute and even the yeah. game before that where they just won. I mean, those could have been four dropped points. They could have actually been four dropped change, points. Could have changed the entire complexion. Absolutely. Of the title race. Um, you know, and... But it hasn't happened. I mean, you know... They... Like you and I keep talking, Rahul, that these are the results which will count at the end. It's not about Arsenal versus Liverpool or Liverpool versus Chelsea or United versus City, if these are these are the games that will come back to haunt you. I mean, the, the Huddersfield loss will come back to to haunt United. Well, absolutely. It, it is, it is, which is why, you know, you, you mentioned Liverpool drawing on the weekend. I wasn't too, I wasn't too disappointed with the result. Yes, I wasn't thrilled with the performance, but I wasn't too disappointed with the result because I know that, you know, Liverpool have now got sort of four games in a row or five games in a row leading up to Arsenal that are all winnable games. And for me, they need to win those games. Those are the games that you need to win. Yes, you do need to make sure that, you know, your your the teams around you don't take a lot of points off you. I think that's important. But I think, you know, the, the top six are, are all reasonably good sides and, and on their day, um, they can beat each other. Um, I don't think there's any doubt about that. Um, but it is these games, you know, and if City had dropped points at Huddersfield and dropped points at you know, against uh, Swansea, um, you know, all of a sudden, 
there's this momentum shift and questions are being asked of of them and 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 you know whether they can do it on a on a cold rainy night in Stoke as as they say um but it hasn't happened and and they're still flying yeah so i think that's 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 what is coming across i think um the other two things that you know are going to be a dogfight in my opinion rahul will be the third and fourth position because i mean let's be honest about it i don't see the two the, the two manchester clubs not finishing the top 2 i mean that would be that would be sacrilege so i can see the top two teams you know being the two the two manchester sides and third and fourth is going to be between liverpool arsenal chelsea and spurs well yeah i mean i i differ slightly on that i suppose i i don't i don't i don't blame you for differing i, I suppose i i would have to um no i think look i chelsea were very impressive um when they came to anfield um probably the best team that i think that has come to anfield in a while um they played very very well i i think that conte's got them fired up he's got them playing well um and i think they can do some damage uh arsenal are playing very well and united go to arsenal on the weekend and uh, it'll be interesting to see what arsen wenger can pull out there it's got a yeah, that's be a good game you know because i i mean I, I, you know that for me i think will be a defining moment even for Mourinho because yes Mourinho parks the bus yes Mourinho would want to come back with a point but he has the firepower he has the team to come back with a result sure absolutely when we we've discussed this about Mourinho before but i think Arsenal Wenger also knows that Arsenal need to win they they absolutely need to win to 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 have a hope of of getting up to second. So, I think there's a lot of football left and 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 yes, Man City are are nailed on I suppose to to sort of enter January unless that something spectacularly goes wrong to enter January <clears throat> as the top team. But, you know, you have to remember um Liverpool were were top top of the table uh in January last season. Um so it does it can change around quite quickly and I I think that what is absolutely this is going to come down to is how many of those dross teams can these sides beat now mourinho's united why i think that they'll do very well is because i think they are set up to beat the dross you know from 10 to to 20 i think united are set up to beat those sides i'm not entirely sure that they're set up to beat the bigger sides but i think that they will do very well um by by beating the dross sides as well and and i think that whoever is to come sort of second third or fourth it is all basically going to come down to how many of the huddersfields and stokes and can you can you beat yeah and also also on i i the other interesting happening the other thing interestingly happening is is the bottom of the table it's going to be a dog fight i mean sam allardyce is back uh alan pardus parde is is back Yeah, you know, and and Sam Allardyce is. I mean, so obviously Everton is now fearing relegation because they've bought Big Sam. They're the right man for the job, quite frankly. I mean, you know, six weeks ago when they sacked uh, Ronald Koeman, uh, if you asked me was he the right man for the job, I would have said no. But Everton have done so badly in the last six weeks that they have to look at it. They have to look at the fact that they're going to be in a relegation battle, and and Big Sam's the man for the job. Um, Alan Pardew doesn't surprise me he's back at, at West Brom um and it is going to be a dog fight because these aren't they they're not very good sides um they you know Stoke um are in free fall at the moment uh West Ham are, are terrible 
Crystal Palace are, are, are still without a win in the league. Um, Swansea are in free fall. You know, there are six or seven teams conceivably uh, that cannot just get dragged into a relegation battle that can conceivably go down. Yeah, so I mean, it, as much as the battle for, you know, the, the, the top dogs will be settled, Rahul, I also feel, honestly, that by the, by the end of December, you'll know, because, I mean, there's Crystal Palace, there's Swansea, there's West Ham, there's West Brom, Stoke, Bournemouth, Huddersfield, and Everton, and Newcastle. Till about, you know, till about, the, 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 after 12 onwards, they're all like in 15, 16 points. Southampton is on 16 points. Yeah, no, the, 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 it, you know, this next sort of clutch of games, sort of... Uh, I mean, Newcastle, Newcastle is, is not doing too well. So, it's, it's I mean, I, I, I think the relegation battle is going to get spicier than who's going to finish at the top. Yeah, it could very easily be. I mean, this next clutch of eight games um, till January um, are, are going to be deter- big determinations in... Who is struggling down the bottom as much as who is uh, fighting for the for the title? Yeah, so we have that right now. I mean, it's going to become a very very interesting time. And uh, like Rahul had threatened to walk out last time, I mean, I don't know whether we'll have a podcast next week. Depends on Arsenal versus United and how how good or bad we play out there. So we will leave it at that. And moving on from the Premier League, let's move on to cricket and and the Ashes. And as we move along to the Adelaide Test, Rahul. England should have won the Brisbane Test. I mean, come on. They led Australia off the hook. I don't know if they should have won it, but they certainly shouldn't have lost it by 10 wickets. I mean, I think that's for sure. They had opportunities on the first day. They were 200-odd for for four. They should have scored 400. They didn't. Then on the second day, Australia were 200-odd for seven. They should have knocked Australia over for 230 and had a 70-run lead. They didn't. 80 for four? I mean, come on. It was, was, in my opinion, Rahul, it was a ridiculous loss because... But, you know, some of that's the thing, right? The, The thing is, is that in Australian conditions, that is something that can happen. It can happen to both these sides, quite frankly, both these sides are capable of losing by big margins because they do collapse fairly often. And it wouldn't surprise me at all if, if England went to Adelaide, uh, won the toss, batted in the sunshine, put Australia into bat under lights and knocked Australia over for 150. It wouldn't surprise me at all. Both these sides are very brittle in their batting. And it wouldn't surprise me if the first sort of couple of test matches are almost mirror images of, of themselves. Yeah, it's, uh, I mean, it's... It's, it's bizarre, Rahul, because, I mean, honest to God, I think Australia and Steve Smith just showed the mental strength more than England did. No, absolutely. England threw their advantage away. They threw it away very badly. Vince was run out on 83. He should have scored 100. The batting uh, after, um, uh, you know, after the, the, the fourth wicket went, they, the Australians blew away the tail. Then in the, 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 the second, the Australian innings, Joe Root, um, who I think had a very good game as captain, um, he just refused to try and get Steve Smith out, which I think was a terrible, terrible error on his part. 200 and something for seven. You go for the jugular, go and get the man out. But, you know, they were both, they were trying to bore Steve Smith out. And Steve Smith basically said, well, you know what? I'm not going to get bored. That's actually true. I mean, Raul, I mean, and I think the Adelaide test, the pitch will be quicker. That's what that's what the pundits are saying, you know. No, it will be quicker. It will seem around. It will swing. It generally does under lights. The ball moves around. The pink ball swings 
uh, more than the red ball. And that will kind of suit England's bowling. I mean, that will suit James, James Anderson. It will absolutely suit England's bowling. And England need to win in Adelaide. A draw is not going to be good enough. This is their opportunity to win a test match. They need to win in Adelaide. Because if they don't win in Adelaide, um, they could lose the series very badly. I think they could end up losing the series quite badly if they don't win in Adelaide. So it's, it's almost a must win for England. They cannot afford to lose it. I agree with you, Rahul, on that one. And let's see how the test match goes. And moving on, I think nothing to discuss about the India-Sri Lanka test match. It was just almost like it was, it was a farce. It was a farce of a game. I mean, come on. But... Uh, I don't want to discuss it moving on from there. No, but I think I think what we can discuss is is that it is a farce. It is a joke. And is this preparation for India going to South Africa? Because they're going to South Africa in what? Four weeks' time. And you cannot tell me that the way to prepare for playing South Africa, quick pitches, bouncy pitches, um, you know, Rabada bowling 145 miles an hour, um, you cannot tell me that the best way for this Indian batting lineup to play is to steamroll Sri Lanka again and again and again. It's senseless stuff. The BCCI is running these players into the ground, trying to make them a, a, a cash cow. Um, you know, and, and it's not good for cricket. You know, and I think the, the clear difference, the clear difference between the Ashes and the Sri Lanka uh, tour was the number of people who turned up to watch the game. I refuse to believe that India plays Australia or India plays uh, uh, South Africa or in England in India, you'll have empty stadiums. There was not one single guy watching the Nagpur test. It was like they were playing to a, to a blank stadium because, come on, who wants to watch this kind of a farce? And nobody wants to watch slaughter all the time. I mean, yes, it's great that India win and that India are on this wonderful run and, and you know, Virat Kohli is the youngest to get sort of X amount of hundreds and Ashwin is the fastest to get 300 wickets and stuff like that. That's all well and good and I, I don't have any issues with that. But, you know, if this Indian team is to truly be a cut above other Indian teams, they need to go to England, they need to go to South Africa, they need to go to Australia and they need to bloody win. You're right, Rahul. I mean, they're, they're actually going underprepared. They're actually going underprepared to South Africa. Absolutely, because what is disappointing is is that this is an Indian team that can win. They can win. They are good enough. They have a bowling attack that can compete. They've got a batting uh, lineup that is second to none. They can win. But for that, they need to get... Because tours are... They're not the sort of the six weeks, eight weeks tours that they used to be. You don't get the practice matches that you used to have. They need to get acclimatized, which means that... Quite frankly, they should already be in South Africa, getting used to the weather, getting used to the climate, getting used to the pitches. What is the point of playing Sri Lanka on wickets that bounce shin high when you're going to be fending off balls near your throat at 145 miles an hour from Rabada? I mean, come on. You're not going to get gentle off-spin in South Africa. It's not going to happen. Yeah, I mean, that's the reason probably why a lot, a lot of the test players are pretty much, you know, I mean, Virat has taken off from the from the T20s and whatever and the World Dayers and... I think he's understood the fact that he, maybe a Pujara, maybe, you know, one or two other batsmen need to head to South Africa earlier and get used to the pitches there. I, I hope so, because, it, it, you know, India played a lot of games at home, which means that over the next sort of 18 months, they'll have a lot of games away. And this is the opportunity. If you're truly going to call yourself the best team in the world, you need to start winning overseas. And more emphasis needs to be placed, quite frankly, by the BCCI on doing that. 
Well, we have been talking about the BCCI and the short-sightedness for a while, and this is another sign of that. But never mind, moving on from the BCCI, we don't have much time left on this podcast. So just a word of Tiger Woods. I mean, he's trying another comeback, and come on, just for the glory of the sport, Rahul, or just for the romance of the sport, I want the man to win some more. Just for the fact that, you know, I mean, that'll be, it'll be another Federer kind of a story. It would be a, a fairy tale. It's an extremely unlikely fairy tale, in my opinion. Um, but it would be a fairy tale if he could come back and win. Um, I don't know. I, I, as I think we've discussed before, I think that uh, the physical issues are are less. I think the mental scars um, are more. And I don't know whether there's any coming back from from some of those mental scars, quite frankly. Um, but I hope he does come back. I hope he does get fit and I hope he, he does play because you know Tiger Woods even in a diminished capacity he's a hell of a draw for the sport that he is and let's hope that you know he remains a draw for the sport and he hopes we hope that you know he can have some kind of a comeback doubtful but you never know that sports you never know something can happen something might not happen but that's all we have time for on Just Sports so we will leave you with all of that and like we keep saying you can keep writing it to us you can keep you know debating with us you can keep giving us your feedback on at News Laundry or you can follow us on our Twitter handles. So we'd love to hear from you. And we'll be back next week. Let's see how my mood is. I hope it's in a good mood. Rahul, what's your prediction? Um, I, I would say that it'd be a score draw. High score draw. I'm going for 2-2 or 3-3. Okay, so we're going to edit that part out of Just Sports and you will hear the rest of it. <laughs> but I hope it's going to be a high scoring match and I hope we win. So yeah. Leaving you at that. Thank you very much, Mr. Puri. I shall catch you next week. And uh, like we say, if it's a penalty or a goal or a hole in one, we'll cover it for you. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. And subscribe to our YouTube channel.